go. What is going on, guys? And welcome to episode 13 of the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. Hope you've all had an absolutely awesome new year and you're getting on with it and crushing 2021. It's going to be a big one. It's going to be exciting. And hopefully it's going to be a little bit better than 2020. I know there's been some ups and downs for sure. Now, today we're going to do the podcast with a little bit of a twist. And instead of me being in charge, we've got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Will Hall on to interview me. Um, but first out, mate, uh, how's things been? I know you're tra- training to get off to the Marines and things like that. Why don't you give the guys a little bit of a download on that? Yeah, mate, it's, uh, it's all, all been going well. Obviously, we had a few hiccups. I think the last time I was on, I was still a bit unsure what was happening. Um, obviously, my medical didn't go to plan. Had a few issues with my back, but then finally got the assessments done. Every, all the boxes ticked and originally had a date to leave of 26th of April, I think it was. And then my recruiter called me up and basically gave me a new date of 1st of March, which is like nine weeks or something. So... So when when this goes live that will literally be like four or five weeks oh mate it already feels like it i mean it was what two weeks ago i found that and that's flown so yeah it's it it's nice to finally have a win after quite a few hurdles to sort of jump over but yeah mate exciting exciting stuff for sure and uh it's been a long process and there's been some ups and downs and it goes to show people just stay consistent keep ticking those boxes i know you spoke quite openly on your uh your Instagram has definitely affected affected you mentally, but you must be on an absolute high kind of getting out the other side of that and now having that date to go and get away. Oh, 100%. I mean, it makes me look and think, obviously I spoke to you actually a bit about it. Like when the medical fell through, I was kind of thinking, oh, do I give up? And you spoke about this in a post, actually. It was, it was kind of like half a day to a day where I was down and out. And then I realized, well, if I stop training and if I do give up now and then my appeal is fine, which it was, I've just kind of wasted like all that time and just it like, like a lot of people tend to do just giving up on what the end goal was. hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, mate, honestly, from like the bottom of my heart, I wish you all the luck and I know you're going to absolutely fucking crush it. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to see you come out the other side of it. I know it's a hell of an experience because obviously Dufty's been through it. And um, in the next couple of podcasts, Dufty's actually going to come on one and kind of talk about, a bit about his training. So maybe in six six months or whatever, maybe get you both on and kind of you two can have a bit of a discussion about what yeah, you know, that would be sick. That'd be quite interesting. Get like two, <laughs> different, two different perspectives on it. But anyway, I'm going to give you the reins now, mate. Everything is in your hands. Feel free to ask me whatever you want. And uh, just to clarify for everybody, I told Will not to tell me any of the questions before we started this so that I can be a bit more raw and not have had like thought about the answers. So let's go. Yeah. So what I, what I wanted to start with, obviously just got back from, well, just got back two weeks, is it from Dubai? Yeah, man. Um, and you, I, you put that story up of you almost being on the balcony where you're like thanking people who'd been there throughout the journey and stuff. And I obviously sent you a message and I was like, take this moment in mate, you've done this. I want to know what you were honestly thinking when you did walk out on that balcony and you're like looking at all these ridiculous buildings and you're thinking this is a business trip now like this isn't just a holiday like what what was actually going through your head genuinely like first out it's like for me it's almost like imposter syndrome like I literally it is so true like me talking from the bottom of my heart and it's quite interesting I actually spoke to quite a few of the guys who were there as well like it almost feels like I shouldn't be in that position. I almost feel not not guilty, but I feel like I haven't earned the right to actually be there. Um, it feels like I'm not 
at the standard that a lot of the other people who are potentially going out and doing this are. So that's the first thing I had. And then I kind of, which is just completely wrong by the way, but anyway, continue. Yeah, no, I know, I know. And that that's why it's been so incredible. Kind of like we were speaking before this about Kieran, the mindset go, and it's been kind of talking about that a little bit and realizing that you have put in a hell of a lot of work to kind of get to where you want to. I think part of that comes from just having like a, a massive growth mindset and I'm always like, what's next, what's next, what's next. And you're in a similar, similar position as that is you're always striving for more, but uh, me and Kieran have been talking about being very, very grateful and understanding like you've worked your ass off. You need to accept that and make the most of it. And like you said, take it in. Um, but after that kind of all passed, it was just like, it was just so like the most overwhelming, like grateful feeling because like I started this when I was 17 years old at my parents' shed. And to think that I've come from that when I had people like literally laughing at me saying I was going to start my own business. And like, I remember to this day when my first first or second PT client, they came in, did like four or five sessions with me. They found out how, how old I was. I never heard from them again. They paid upfront for 10 sessions and then they never came back purely because they learned how old I was. And over the last six years, it's come to a position where i could go to dubai stand on this balcony and go holy shit man this is like this is where i am now i'm only 23 where the fuck am i going to be when i'm 30 man like <laughs> it's not it wasn't even a holiday like that was a business trip you're doing these seminars you're seeing your coach like at 23 that is just outrageous isn't it <laughs> well <laughs> some people might think it is but for me like i i've always I've almost felt like I'm behind. I don't know. I think I'm just played tricks on myself in my head. Um, and I think that's because I only, I basically did my first year of A-levels at LSL, flunked out of that, realized it was the worst decision I ever made. I think ever since then, I've always felt like I was a year behind because I went back that year to go and do my BTEC at Highlands. That was one of the reasons I wanted to go and do my PT course between my first and second year. So I was still I was almost a year ahead, but now I was actually like on, on where I needed to be in terms of like my path. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a strange one. Cause I feel like I, I haven't even scratched the surface and going there and speaking to the likes of someone like Charlie Johnson, who's got like the shredding eight program. He like, he, the guy's absolutely crushing it. Like speaking to him made me realize that I literally, haven't even scratched the surface like the potential to grow a business and as a person and to scale things is just absolutely mind-blowing like the the only limitation is your mindset and i think the further you get with things the more you realize that it literally comes from your top two inches okay and um something we spoke about over there is some people might say it's lucky and i don't personally don't believe in luck because because you've worked for it mate we've i mean i've seen it danny's seen it johnny's seen it like it's, you've not been lucky at any point, have you? No. You just worked hard. Just keep keep ticking the boxes and staying consistent. Like openly, like for the last eighteen months, I haven't missed a single social media post. Yeah. I, I have posted. <laughs> I have posted six days a week on my feed and probably done between five and ten stories every single week for the last eighteen months. I haven't yeah. missed a single one. Someone messages me, I show interest, I DM them, I show, I actually give a shit about them as a person and their results. I spend the time and answer questions. I've had people who message me asking questions. They've got their other coach and they're like, You've, I'm paying my other coach X amount a month. You've spent more time talking to me than they have. For free as well. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. I just want to see people succeed. And I think that's what it comes down to a little bit as well. But something we spoke about when we were in Dubai was taking a step back and looking at your progression and going, what's the bottleneck in my progression? What's the bottleneck in my business? What's the bottleneck in my training? What's the bottleneck in my nutrition? 
And nine times out of 10, you're going to be the bottleneck. And it's been able to step back, observe that and go, right, what can I do? To, what can I do for me to help things keep moving forward? Okay. So if we look at like your stuff with the Marines, for example, the, the thing that was holding you back was your mindset, like getting caught up on things that were potentially holding you back. You didn't know that was for certain. So what yeah, did you do? You step, exactly. you step back, you reevaluate him. What the fuck am I doing this for? I still got this shit and you carried on. My biggest bottleneck in terms of like business and growth like that was realize it was, it's saying no. I had to learn to say no to people and had to realize that I can't do this all on my own. And I have to bring people on to help me because if I didn't, my quality of service was going to drop and that's not something that I want to do. So that's why I've got Johnny's come on. That's why Danny's come on. That's why my sister's going to be coming on in January as well. And the team just keeps evolving, 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 evolving. So that, that actually goes into one of the questions I had. It, it was about taking people on, you know, Johnny, Danny, your sister. I didn't know your sister was as well, so fair play. Um, was that like always the plan? Like obviously when you're, when you're working in your shed and you're 16, you're not thinking, I'm going to have this online coaching business. I don't even think online coaches are really a thing then. But were you, were you always kind of like, when was the point when you were like, I want to start working with like bring my best mate Johnny on uh when was that like was that always the plan so if we go back to when I literally qualified so that would have been six years ago so I was like, like 2014 yeah, yeah 2014 um 17 went to UK did European Institute of Fitness which is supposedly supposed to be one of the most highly regarded PT courses and thing because if I do things I do things fucking right like quite openly that PT qualification cost me seven and a half grand and seven and a half grand for a PT qualification is a hell of a lot of money yeah. um but when I was there I went with the mindset of you you just do everything like everyone else does you go and you go and work in fitness first. You go and work in DW. You go and work in pure gym. You go and work in your mainstream. You work as a PT. You work your way up. You put your prices up. That's just how it is. I went there and one of the guys, Darren, who ran it, said to me, like, why would you do that when you could set up your own business? I was like, mate, I'm this 17-year-old kid. Like, <laughs> I live in Jersey. No one knows who the fuck I am. I've got, like, 200 followers or something at the time on Instagram. Like, I can't do that. Taught me for it. Taught me for it. And he came up with this idea of actually creating a studio place where someone could come and they step inside the door and you transform them that you transform their life. They come to you, you do a consultation, you go, right, you need to work on this, 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 and this, and this. There's a specialist for that. There's a specialist for that. There's a specialist for that all under one roof. And I think that's fucking awesome. But obviously that wouldn't be cheap. You've got to charge high prices for that premium prices. Yeah. But in order to do that, you've got to have um, authority you've got to be the leading like expert within the industry, particularly if you're in Jersey, you need to be seen as the authority. So the goal from then that day on was to just become an authority in the industry in Jersey and then open up a facility like that. Okay. The more and more and more and more PT sessions I did as much as I love it. And I'm a big believer that you need to go and do your time in the trenches before becoming an online coach. I realized that I didn't want to be that 50 year old PT still stood on the gym floor counting reps. Yeah. There, there are some of those, aren't there? <laughs> and if they enjoy that, all the freaking like hats exactly. off to them. But person, but personally, that's not what I wanted to do. Like, if I'm 50 years old and I've got kids, I want to have a business where I can be flexible and I can go and pick up my kids from school. I want to be flexible so that I can go on a holiday and still be able to earn my income and things like that. Um, so that's when the idea of the online came around. That was probably only really 18 months into it all. The goal was always to be able to potentially 
do a few PT sessions in the morning and then do online in the evening. That was, that was always the goal. And then from there, I always said, like, I really wanted a small team. Like, I, I really, really love Team 3DMJ and I love their kind of ethos and what they preach. And they've just what, got... what, age, what age were you when you were sort of thinking about the team? The team, probably 18, 18, 19. Okay, so two years in. Yeah, two years in, because I was probably doing 35, 40, 40, 35 to 45 hours of PT a week. It was getting to the point where I was, like, getting towards, yeah. getting towards my limits and I was still charging yeah. 20 quid a session, which is nuts now I think about it. Yeah. Um, literally 20 quid a session for literally the works. But training that amount of clients has made me the coach I am today. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, that was always the plan. Is I really like 3DMJ, the whole kind of message that they preached and having the team. So that was the goal. I wanted a team of five people. And when I kind of brought Johnny on board in Feb, March, February, March time, I think it was, yeah, it's it one of the it's, lockdown, it? yeah it's one of the scariest things i've ever done in my life really why genuinely because this is something that i this is literally like my baby <laughs> like it was shape up at the time that's aesthetic strengths is something that i've built over the last six years from a shed in my garden like it is my everything i put everything into it and i like wear my heart on my sleeve when i say it, it means the world to me and handing off something to someone where something's out of my control was scary like but that was one of the nice things about bringing on johnny is i knew that he understood how much it meant to me and i know that he would he would put in and respect it as much as i would whereas if i'd bought on someone who i don't know i don't think their buy-in into it would have been as equal as potentially johnny's and danny's and my sisters well exactly like they're the perfect people because they're all qualified they all know what they're talking about and obviously two of them are your mates one's your sister they all care about you and how their decisions in your business are going to affect you. So they're always trying to be, you know, make, do the right things, mm-hmm. which is good. That's mad that 18 you were thinking about. <laughs> yeah, I think I've, I think I've always been quite like, um, turns out, so we can go back to kind of Kieran. I always thought that I was a massive visual learner um, because like my English is awful. I hate writing. So I always thought that meant that I was visual. It turns out I'm something called AD. And there's like different ways that your brain works. And I'm very kind of systems orientated. Like I, I think about shit in my head. I go, oh, if you do that, that will happen. And you did the ding. And like, you're like, oh, if I do that, 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 and that, if I do this, 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 and this, that's how I'll get there, there, and there. It's like, it's like a process. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. I go in my head and I do like processes, um, which is now he said that makes so much sense. Cause that's what I do. I do yeah, things. Yeah, I could say that now as well. Like you could, you can tell that about you, 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 Obviously, you said at 18, you're thinking about bringing people onto your team because you're already too busy. It just shows that you're already thinking about like what's happening when you're 22, 23, etc. Yeah. That's mad. At that age as well, 18, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> um, right, next question, yeah? Yeah, man. Um, this is something we sort of spoke about before the call started. And, you know... I think to an extent we all have an ego. I think ego is is a good thing to have, but it's also about keeping it in check. And I said to you before the call, we we're talking about someone else. I think you said you're going to talk about it later. This challenge you've, um, sorry, the the people you've got speaking, like seminars, and how much you've invested into it. I can tell, you know, me and you, we're not the like closest mates, but we get along well. And the one thing I've always said to Danny, like after I've seen you or we've been for breakfast is for how well you're doing, there is zero ego. Like there's that 
there's no bragging rights. And I wanted to know how you keep your ego in check, because I know, I know people have to do that. Like it, you can slip up sometimes and you can brag about something and you can walk away and you think like, fuck, I, I sound like a dickhead. You've <laughs> never done that. So I'm intrigued to how you sort of keep your ego in check. Um, I think it kind of comes back to what I said first. I almost don't feel like I'm actually in the position that I am. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think it's because I personally, I hold myself to like such, such high standards that I'm like, I sometimes I feel like I'm not reaching my full potential. So I feel like I wouldn't even have a right to have an ego because I personally internally wouldn't, don't feel like I've reached my full potential. I don't realize I've maximized myself out. Yeah. yeah. But to spin off on that then, do you think obviously I can tell you now that what you're saying is probably one of your biggest strengths because you're always going to be pushing for more. It can also be a weakness. Do you, yeah. Do you ever feel like it gets you down? Like you think, fuck, like I'm not where I should be when everyone else is looking like, fuck man, Simon's doing well. But do you ever get down and you think, fuck, I wish I was here. It's December, 2020. I wish I was doing this or something like, does that ever happen? I, like I said, I'm like very process orientated. So I, I love the process. Like yeah. I, I love doing my consultation calls. I love doing my check-ins. I love doing Instagram posts and things like that. So I just try not to focus on like the big thing. I always yeah. say to my clients, set, set something so fucking big that it scares you. But if you always concentrate on that, it's going to overwhelm the shit out of you. Like, and that's when you can start almost giving yourself like fucking anxiety. Like how the hell am I going to get there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I do those systems in my head. I break it down. I break it down. What do I need to do each month? What do I need to do each day? What do I need to do each week? Okay. And then like, what, can I, what, yeah. can I, what, what can I do each and every single day that's going to get me closer to that thing I need to do this week? Okay. That's got me closer to this week. I've chipped off that box. What can I do every single day this, every single day this week that's going to get me closer to this, this week's goal? And how, and how relevant that is to fitness. Think about it. Like your clients say, right, Simon, I want to, I want to lose weight. I want to be this weight by this time. And everyone's thinking about what they're going to feel like when they get to that weight, but they're not thinking about the training sessions they're doing or the days they're taking off where they think, right, I've eaten properly. I've trained hard. I've done my steps today. Like, I think that's something people need to take. In. I know we said we wouldn't talk about training too much, but everything's right. Training, yeah. That's so applicable to that. Like what you're saying now, like enjoying the process and making sure you've got the process refined to get to that end goal. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a phrase that has always stuck with me massively and it's if you don't succeed you learn yeah <laughs> yeah and it's it's it, it stuck with me i heard it probably earlier this year that. earlier this year and it's fucking so good because then you never lose yeah always everything's win. a win yeah everything's yeah. a win so it's about kind of going lose lose win 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 lose fuck that if you can win win at everything result so like I'll open me like I, everyone fucks up. There's stuff I've done in terms of business that has just completely flopped. There's stuff I've done in my personal life that's completely flopped. There's stuff I've done in my training that's completely flopped. Right. Okay. Get, this is a good question. It's not on my notes. Two examples from each business, life, and training times you flopped. Because I think everyone might look at what you're doing and be and your your transformation pictures and be like, "Fuck, Simon seems to be getting all the wins." What are some losses that you sort of stand out? Losses. So in terms of training, um, yeah, we'll go training because it's easy. Like I've yo-yoed, yo-yoed like a freaking roller coaster in my diet and training and things like that. My physique, like 
I've got absolutely like inside out shredded. And then six weeks later, I'm like nearly back to square one. That sounds familiar to be honest. Like. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> does it. And me and Danny, the, like the pot, an episode or two before this, obviously me and Danny will be talking about kind of yo-yo dieting. So that's one in terms of training nutrition. There's also ones in terms of like, I've gone so all in on training that I've just burnt out. I've yeah, tried yeah. to like, and that again, that result kind of results to the yo-yoing. So that's the lose. And then I've got injured and different things like that. Like I've had some pretty low points in terms of you've had the same with your injuries, like in terms of rugby to the point where I had an injury. I couldn't train clients. I couldn't do the, the only things that kind of keep me sane. Yeah. So I was in an absolute hole. You actually asked a, a question. That's on Instagram question. Story. That was a freaking awesome question. It made me think. And that's probably one of the lowest points in my life was when I had that injury, tore my bicep, dislocated shoulder, labrum, like my whole left shoulder was just fucked. And I was literally just lying there on the sofa. Drew was there and I literally just didn't even want to speak. Like I was just like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, that, isn't it? Mate, it was it was fucking bleak but that led me into my i i, I don't dwell like I'll, I'll take a minute like that probably lasted like a week and that's what led me into my first ever like big 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 transformation yeah yeah that's good you sometimes need those things to like almost kick you up the ass man yeah like we like i was saying when when i got that medical result and it said i'd failed i was kind of like that's it like that's my potential career something I've wanted to do for years gone and I did get it did get me down for a day and the next day I woke up and I was like right I'm just going to train even harder yeah. and it's like it's what you need sometimes so I know it's probably shit that you tore your bicep like <laughs> but it might have been what you needed to like be that catalyst for growth like what where you're now yeah because my whole mindset was out I was like right I can't train but what what can I control I control what the fuck goes in my mouth yeah and that yeah that that whole cut led on to doing the first photo shoot led on to literally everything that has happened over the last 18 months because because i got injured and i decided to be proactive rather than reactive with it it took that one decision and that has shaped the rest the last 18 months two years of my life that is exactly the same you just mentioned before what was it um fair like you you succeed or you learn yeah exactly because you had like that setback and that's what you I learned from it yeah you're in a better place what about what what about business then what what would you say like is a, a memorable moment in aesthetic strength or or what you maybe what you were doing earlier where you uh, was there ever a point where your family were like Simon what the fuck are you doing like when you were maybe I, I couldn't see it now because your parents know you're you're doing well, but when you were younger, were they like, mate, what, like, what are you doing? Um, I'm very lucky. My parents are absolutely awesome. They've always been like crazy, crazy supportive of me. I think when I very, very first started yeah, and I did my qualification, 17, training people outside, like in the shed, tra- like going and training people at their house. And I told them that I wasn't going to be getting a normal job. I'm going like all in on this. And like, don't get me wrong, like it picked up pretty quickly. And this is one of the reasons in my head, like me thinking about things as well. When I was between that first and second year at college, I went and spoke to my tutor and said, I'm probably not going to be coming in much because I'm going to be growing my business. I'll get the work done. Like, trust me, but I'm probably not going to be in. And like, think to Martin, like you could have been, it could be an absolute pain in the ass. Like, that's his hell. But he was very understanding. He said, as long as you get the work done, I don't mind. My attendance for Highlands for the, the second year was like 13%. Yeah, you still could have done that, yeah. Mate, I still came out with a triple like triple D star, which is the same as like three three A stars. 
Yeah. So it, it doesn't matter, but I just got it done. But by the end of that year, I was doing like 30, 35 hours of PT sessions. So I knew that as soon as I finished college, and this would have been when I was going into work in brackets, I had a good base. Yeah, I think you'd almost put the foundation there opposed to if you'd have just gone to college and then got a normal job, like you were setting things up for when you finish. Yeah. It comes to being proactive, thinking ahead, thinking ahead, thinking ahead, putting strategies in place to make sure that you set yourself up for success. Yeah. So maybe not, maybe not your parents then, but was there ever a moment, obviously we've, we talked about when you got injured, but was there ever a moment where, where you thought, fuck, what am I doing? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing was when I realized that I wanted I wanted to start online and I knew it, but I didn't know the how I was going to do it. I didn't have clarity. So I honestly wasted about a year and I don't even want to. Yeah, so just before before I got Adam, okay. I honestly reckon I wasted nearly a year of kind of hours and hours and hours of work of looking at for us like tm cycles membership site and pulling that apart and how could i do this how could i write a member site now i'm going to do one-to-one coaching now i'm going to do group coaching now i'm going to do this i'm going to do that i'm going to do this do i want to do that like i really enjoy the pt oh i really enjoy group sessions i literally wasted so much fucking time and i used to almost like give myself fucking anxiety because i'd plan out so much shit i like right i'm going to make a members area but if i make a members area I want it to be full of a decent amount of content so that when people log on for the first time and I'd script out so much shit that I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I was like, I can't do this. There's too much to do. Like, and I felt, and I just was constantly beating myself up in my head. Cause I'm like, you're planning all this shit out and you're not executing on anything. You're not implementing anything. I literally wasted so much time. And then that led on to eventually doing the photo shoot and then getting in touch with Adam. And that's why, Adam probably pretty much changed the game for me because it just gave me clarity. And once I've got a plan, I can put the fucking blinkers on and go. But I just needed that clarity from him to say, go and do this. Yeah, that's Matt. It, it's kind of like what, what you probably say to your clients. Like a lot of people need you as a coach to sort of Cut start them. that process. And then eventually when you've given them all the tools and they know how to approach it then maybe that's the time for them to go solo but to, to initiate like it was with you your online coaching you need that person with the experience giving you that one-to-one just like you did in terms of fitness with people like you had Adam for that and that's what showed you the way to start approaching things and help with like the way you process everything 100%. How, long, how long would you say you wasted like sort of just being like what am I doing year 18 months See, this, yeah, so this is why I feel behind because I feel like I wasted a year or 18 months fucking procrastinating on shit when I should have just fucking started. That's, I think a lot of people probably do exactly that. Oh, mate, everything. If Honestly, if I could give, I'm not, I'm fucking 23 years old. I'm not going to start giving life advice, but just implement. Everyone chase, I put a post up about this and if it was like one piece of advice for like my to 16, 17 year old self, and it would be implement fast and learn later. Yeah. I like that. No, stop, stop chasing perfection because you're never going to be fucking perfect because you learn as you go, get started, and then you'll get better and better and better and better and better. If you never start, you never start the route to the right road to progression. You'll just constantly chase it and you'll never start because perfection doesn't exist. No, no, never. Is anyone ever going to do something and be like perfect from the game? Completely get- satisfied. I'm going to stop. I'm just going to keep my business running along this line like I'm fine with where I'm at it's just like what you said you brought on Johnny you brought on Danny your sister now like that so you can keep going keep leveling up because you only have so many hours in the day 
Yeah. And that actually leads me on to the next question. I've managed to structure these quite well, even though we've got <laughs> tangents. Um, obviously, from everything you've just said, I know this, like, I think most people who know you know that you are, like, fucking busy. Yeah? How many... This this is just, like, a small question. It goes into the bigger one. But obviously, your your work schedule isn't just doing check-ins. It's posting content, every everything, yeah? Speaking to your graphic designer, how many hours, just on average, would you say you put in a week to your business? Working on the business or working in the business? At just at like everything. How many hours would you say you, you work your working week? I couldn't actually tell you, mate. What? Okay. If I, try, if I tried to? Yeah. I probably, that's going to be a long pause. I, mean, I reckon, yeah, yeah it's, it's a difficult one. Because one, I don't really see it as work because I fucking love it. Obviously, some, especially even more so with now online, I used to hate 5 a.m. starts. Um, but I, I actually probably do, if you actually count the actual time that I'm sat doing work, I don't reckon I do more than 40, 45 hours. But then if people factor in the time you're thinking about it, the time you're planning stuff out, could we say upwards of 50 hours? Oh, mate, way over. Okay, yeah, right. My, so then- mate, my head doesn't stop. Okay, so my let's, head, my head let's say just upwards of 50 hours, yeah? Yeah, well, if you're, if you're literally counting time, like, I'm thinking about stuff, all of that, like, mate, you could say 60 hours plus. Like, my head literally does not stop. Okay, that's so I'm glad you said that. How would you say, obviously, Juliet, how long have you been together? Like two years, three years? Yeah, getting on towards three years now. Okay. And your, your family and friends, has that ever been affected with your sort of drive to be kind of working all the time like i know you're good at time management but has there ever been any like sort of unless it's quite personal but like problems caused by how much you work um i wouldn't say necessarily issues there's been times where i've had to be pretty clear and i'm like just explain the situation and i'm very like this is if someone's gonna take some advice away just speak to people like communications fucking everything like i literally because i've been in self-isolation obviously I basically haven't seen Drew for like three weeks. Yeah, so that's um, what I was going to say. Obviously, your business trip kind of led to you not being able to see your girlfriend for like three weeks in total. Like She, she, she got that because I said to her, like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And we were speaking before the call that this trip to Dubai, who it's opened up connections with things. And if I hadn't yeah. gone, I wouldn't have had those connections and things like that, the networking side of it. Um, but like, she's super understanding. I'm very, very lucky. Um, I just have to occasionally be like, look, I want to grow this to this and she knows like how big my goals are and she supports that. And I said, look, there's probably going to be times where I'm going to be absolutely rammed and I'm probably not going to be there in the moment with you because my head's going, I'm thinking about shit. Mate, I can be like, like last night, for example, I was lying in bed next to her, just watching TV and it's like fucking half nine at night. And I was like, Oh my God, I could do that. She's like, what? I'm like, just give me a second. I was like, just give me a second. I, had, I, took, I ran, walked over to the other side of the room, opened my desk and I had to type something out on my laptop because I know for me, if I don't write it down, I won't remember it. Yeah. But, but she, like, we've been together that long now that she just understands that's how my brain works. It's just how I do it. But it's then just me kind of understanding that if I'm going to be so in sometimes, I have to know when to take the foot it's off the gas. Out, yeah. Yeah, so that's why this year has been pretty tough because we haven't had, like, for me, the time that I take my foot off the gas is, like, maybe a festival in Jersey where I can completely take myself away from shit, like, any thought process, or I go away. Yeah. 
even obviously a lot like Corona has made that hard, obviously. Yeah, exactly. That's why I've said this year has been hard, but because like, even like this year, like we'll go down to the beach and chill or something. We're just chilling. Like, if I'm just chilling, my head's going through shit. Like my head doesn't stop. <laughs> do you, do you think she sees, so like you said, she sort of sees the bigger picture and then she's thinking, right, he's putting in this work. So like, like, cause I remember we had this chat ages ago. I think it was before. No. No, no, no. It was it was just after I'd done the show. Do you remember we went for breakfast at La Bray? Yeah, man. And you were like, I want to get to the point where I could take a couple of months off, go traveling with her and still work remotely. Yeah. Like, obviously, mate, that a lot of people would just have to take the time off work, not get paid. Whereas when you're in that position, you can, like, dedicate a couple of hours a day in a foreign country to being on your laptop, dealing with clients, etc., but also have the sickest, like, three months or whatever it is. so she gets she completely gets that yeah she she completely gets that and hopefully like she's trying to sort like trying to find something she could do potentially online a little bit more for work so that we can go and do this kind of stuff um but yeah it's like it's i think it's just being crystal clear from the get-go and understanding at times there isn't going to be balance but when you have the opportunity to have balance you've got to fucking grab it with both hands otherwise that really really will start taking an effect like on relationships friends families and things like that this is one of the other reasons that i've signed up with joe paris as a coach his, his whole business model, he's the, the coach's coach and his is body, business, brain and balance. That's his, he, he message, his whole message is the four Bs and it's about kind of making sure that you have all four. Um, super, super interesting because he's saying that if you go all in on business, everything else is going to suffer. But if your body's not on performance, your brain's not on performance and your balance isn't on performance, how can your business thrive when you're not acting at 100%? But you can say that because you can actually see that with some coaches, mm. like you, it, it's very transparent, like what their life's like through their business. Yeah. So yeah, no, I completely. What What about um, your social life then? Like, what would you would you say that's been hard to sort of be as social as you might have been before you were as busy? Yeah, to a certain extent. I also think. <sighs> I don't really don't care saying this. I don't care if it pisses people off. I think <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't give a shit. I'll do me. You do you. If we get on great, if we don't so bit, um, I think I was in a group of friends a while back, particularly when I was in rugby, where I think people didn't necessarily understand my goals or respect them as much as my closer friends do. Mm. Okay. And I, it might've just seemed as banter. It might've just seemed as this, but after a while it gets fucking boring. Like, what? why are you not drinking? Oh, because I've got to do six PT sessions in the morning. I've got to write content next week. Oh, you're so boring. Why are you always working? Because I've got fucking big goals. Give me a bit of shit and then go, okay, fair enough. We get it. But don't just keep pushing. So yeah, I think it's taken a step back. And I, I put a post up the other day saying that I actually think this year has been a blessing in disguise. From businesses, it's cut away and it's fucking exposed. People who are lazy as shit and don't do any work. From a personal like personal life, it's fucking cut away dead wood who you realize that people aren't actually in your, in, in your inner circle. You're just friends by association. You don't actually offer any, any, you don't offer each other anything. Like what are you supporting and offering me in my life? Fuck all. See, I've experienced this exact same thing as well recently, <laughs> but yeah. so do you, do you think by, by having that turning point of like, right, I'm finally going to start pushing towards, what I want to do, you you sort of saw those people who weren't really about that. They were more about, oh, let's go get fucked up. Like, do you know what I mean? Just the the average sort of let's get 
let's get pissed. We'll just have a laugh when, when we're out. And then in the week, like it, don't message me if you've got something going on like just like if you've got any problems they're not the sort of people you speak to they're just sort of like your drinking mates i like to call it <laughs> yeah literally yeah they're just they're just there they're just so that, yeah i mean they, mate it's mad because this literally ties into this this is the one of the last questions i've got by the way we obviously did that podcast on on like your circle your group of friends would you say that's you know now you've sort of realized like the people that are good for your life, you, you only attract towards that. Cause what I, what I notice with quite a few things is when you're doing well and when you are in a good position or when you're driven like yourself, people almost want to be your mate just in the hope that they can also be like that. Have yeah. you noticed that at all? A little bit. Like you, like, I get a lot. Of, I get quite a lot of messages from like people that I might not have fucking spoken to for four years. For example, like, oh, hey mate, it's awesome. It's good to see you're crushing it and things like that. Like, fair play to you. I'm like, amazing. Thank you very much. Like, I really appreciate it. But I, I don't want to sound like a dick. But you know what I mean. I'm like, why? I completely appreciate the message, but we're not necessarily that close. Yeah. No. 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 See, this is what I what I wanted to get into with that question, like. I feel like as you maybe get a bit older and you've got a bit more experience like you do with business now, you start to realize, like you just said, there's a lot of people who almost will be in your circle. I put that post up, didn't I? Like mm. about not everyone rowing, people drilling holes in the boat. And a lot of people might want to be in your circle, but at the same time, they don't want to see you do well. And yeah. Would you say you've so you've had that experience like you've sort of learned from it now? Yeah, yeah, big time, big time. I think even Dubai was one of the most eye opening trips for me. I honestly I think that trip is going to change my life even more so. And this is why I'm so fucking excited for 2021 because I've realized the power. Like, don't get me wrong, I have an incredible kind of inner circle, close group of friends in Jersey. I think going to Dubai and meeting some people who are kind of really, really like-minded in a similar position in terms of business mindset, personal life, different things like that. They've kind of whittled away the shit and they have a close group. Being able to have conversations like exactly what we are right now and just having conversations with people who are like-minded and we were saying over there and we said it on that podcast, it is so fucking rare that you can meet someone or a group of people where they, they want you to succeed as much as you do, but they're in the same industry or they have the same goals or something like that. That is so fucking rare. And if you can find something like that, it will only ever help anybody in that situation. Absolutely thrive. And the nice thing with that, if you can get people who are in a similar mindset, in a similar position, they understand it. They probably, if you're, you're feeling a certain feeling, like we were talking, I said about that kind of imposter syndrome when um, we stood on that balcony and I literally messaged Kev, one of the lads who was staying in the hotel, same hotel as me. And he literally messaged me like, mate, do you feel like a fraud? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you've literally taken, you've taken the words out of my mouth. Like, I feel like yeah. I don't deserve to be here. I feel yeah. like, I feel like people are going to think me posting this is me bragging it's but, not it's, yeah, but i see this is what I'm, i said to you before i was like i think you think that because you're very humble and i'm not just like kissing your ass because we're on a podcast together and people can listen to it but 
like you've done so fucking well and I think a lot of the time like you said you just think it's like kind of chance and I'm lucky to be here that's why I sent you that message I was like mate like look around take that all in you've put in the hours you've invested into your business like you've done all these things that's why you're there like and that's what it is genuinely about for sure Um, on the whole luck thing it's it's uh this was a conversation I had a few, a few weeks back and saying lucky people aren't lucky. They put themselves in a position to be lucky. Yeah, but you love these. I don't have this I many quotes off the top of my head. <laughs> the buyer is like a running quote thing. Really? It's just because there was like some like really deep conversations that happened. And I think it's just because everyone kind of was there for the same sort of reasons. It was there to be better. So there was like, I've had conversations with some of the people in Dubai who I'd met for three, four days that I haven't had with the likes of Johnny, who I've been best mates with for the last 15 years. Yeah. But that's what, that's what meeting new people and having different mates is about. Like everyone's got, especially when they are rowing in your boat, not, not drilling holes. (laughs) I I like that. Everyone's got their different things they'll bring to your life. And like, you will do the same for them. I think that's why we are all very different, but like, we get along because we we support each other and we all have our strengths and we all have our weaknesses like we talked about earlier it's one of the reasons that one of my biggest goals for 2021 is to get away more meet some meet more people is like i fucking love jersey and i always come back here but it's a small place man it's a small place and for someone who didn't go to uni i've got i've done i've been lucky enough to do a fair bit of traveling with my sport and things like that but to get off this rock and meet some new people and meet lots of people who get it, meet lots of people who are like-minded, go and experience different shit. That's probably one of my biggest goals for 2020 is like, I'm going to go and hopefully do four, six weeks in Dubai. And um, like, mate, I made some like awesome friends out there. A couple of the guys from the inner circle and that are actually moving out there for a year. So I'm going to go and stay with them. And the opportunities out there are just nuts. Like I was working, like I was there working with a videographer and right next to me, you had, um, Ryan Terry, Matt Does Fitness, and Mike Thurston training. Yeah, I was literally like, "What is going on, man? Like, this is nuts." Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a big year. I'm super fucking excited, and uh, yeah, man. People are going to think I've sent you these questions because, like, every time you end an answer, you lead me into the next question. Just so, show them. Yeah, well thought out questions. They flowed, man. Yeah, mate. Um, so the last one I've got, just to end, like, on a, a positive note what are three things you've been grateful for this year? It doesn't have to be business can literally be anything. Mm-hmm. And obviously you just touched on one, three things, 2021 that you are just like, we spoke a bit about it before, but you are just thinking fucking hell, like this is going to be big. I can't wait. And it doesn't have to be business. Three, th- three things I'm grateful for. Three things I'm looking forward to. Three things I'm grateful for in 2020 was Dubai was fucking absolutely nuts. The, the second one is actually going to be, I'm actually slightly thankful for, for COVID. That's, that's going to, that's going to come oh, off. Yeah, but you've got to cover yeah. yourself, cover yourself. Yeah, that's going to come off so backwards on a podcast. I'm thankful for it from the fact that I think it's actually cut away a lot of deadwood in my life. And I think that's going to help me move forward a lot over the next couple of years. I'm not thankful for COVID in the fact that it's affected about so many people in so many different ways. Like it's absolutely horrendous. Um, and hopefully this is the end of it. Um, but from that perspective, that's why I'm thankful. And the last thing is I'm super, super grateful for my parents, my family, and then like close friends who have supported me through this um, and 
give me a kick up the ass if I needed it, but then also told me to chill the fuck out if I have been going a little bit too all in on something like, because <laughs> through lockdown, through the first lockdown before I bought on Johnny, I think I must have literally, I think I had like two, two and a half days off in four months. Fuck. Because that was my birthday, Jew's birthday, and I took a half day for my sisters. Yeah, fucking hell, mate. Because in 48 hours, my online clientele tripled. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Which is nuts. And then three things I'm massively looking forward to in 2020, 2021. One, traveling more. Two is going to be starting to build a team around me. Like it's like the, one of the most incredible things. I took a step back the other day when I was like, I had like five meetings in a day. It was like working with a copywriter. It was working with like the website designer. It was working with a guy called Paul who's doing my automation. It was speaking to Johnny about some coaching thing. And then it was speaking to um, a VA from the Philippines who was helping me out with something as well. I was like, this this is so much bigger than just me now. Oh, mate, it's a, like, <laughs> you've got people working with you. You've got like all all these different aspects now it's not just simon johnson on his laptop doing online <laughs> and i still do it from my, my, my bedroom in my parents house <laughs> <laughs> um so that was two what's, what's That's two and then the last one that i'm honestly so excited for um it would have probably started now this is going and it's going to be the i'm going to be running kind of between four and six free five-day challenges next week um I love putting out content and giving people like, I hate sitting through webinars, talks, anything like that, where you're like, yeah, this is super interesting, but how the fuck do I actually implement it? And we're running a free five day challenges where I'm going to teach people and give them the tools, the knowledge and the skills that they need to go and do this on their own. Okay. If you just take it and you actually implement fast and action it, you can get fucking absolutely incredible results in terms of your training, your physique, your lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. And honestly, I feel like these challenges are going to help so, 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 so many people. And um, yeah, I'm just, fu- they're, they're going to be big. They're going to be, they're going to be the, I think they're going to be the highlight of um, 2021 along with this, uh, along with the level up as well. The level up is pretty sick and it's, it's a lot, a lot of moving parts, a lot of guest speakers from all, all, all over the place as well. People from the UK, industry experts in Jersey and um yeah, from what from what we spoke about like it, it does sound exciting i wouldn't bullshit like yeah it's gonna that... be... yeah so that, that that starts 4th of jan so it'll be a few, few weeks into it and um that that's one of the reasons i wanted to start that was because it's going to bring a load of like-minded people into the same situation sure and educate people which is mm-hmm. yeah i've had well up to the date we're recording this on the 17th of december up to now, I've now had 10 people who have come through my online coaching and it's inspired them to go and do their own PT qualification. That's mad. Which is mad. Yeah. I'd like to think it shows that we're doing something right and it's inspiring people, but like me and you both know the absolute state of the fitness industry. Yeah, Literally. I didn't want to get into that on this. There's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other podcast in itself. Yeah, yeah, we'll do another one, mate. Yeah. This, is, this is my way of sending people into the fitness industry knowing they're going to make a positive impact into it and not sure. be... And the right people as well. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, mate, they they are all the questions I I had. Obviously, went off on a few tangents, but I think it's been pretty good. That was class. Super interesting as well. Yeah, yeah. It's funny interviewing you on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Completely backwards. Yeah, it feels strange, but it's cool. I think it flowed pretty well. So honestly, thank you very much, mate. And um, guys, if you're not following Will, please make sure you go and follow him. Give him all the support that you can going off to his... um, 
marine stuff i know he's going to absolutely fucking crush it the man is um got a hell of a work ethic on him he's got the right fucking mindset and he's just a fucking beast so i know he's going to crush it um, I'm bigger than Danny Blandin, don't forget that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bigger than Danny Blandin, of course, of course, of course. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening. Please make sure you give this a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, leave us a review on Spotify and iTunes. And if there's any other podcast, any guests you want me to have on, I'd really appreciate you letting me know. Catch you later and let's smash 2020.